0: Hi, everybody. I'm Jared from Number One Bullshit with this week's F Update, the show where we go over any last minute updates and final impressions for this week's card. And actually, this week we are going to start it off with an F up. Monday's episode did say flyweight fight between Arnold Allen and Mosar Loyov. Obviously, that is a featherweight fight. So, totally effed that one up and then also we have our last week of dana white's contender series for this season so we'll start there there were six fights and five of the winners got contracts we're only going to talk about four of them first one though uh, lucas hocha against david uh, Bittencourt. first of all Bittencourt, awesome awesome afro keep keep wearing that because that was freaking sweet but bantamweight fight lucas hocha 23 years old and it is insane the man already has. 18 professional fights at 23 years old. 14 of those 17 victories have come by way of finish. 10 knockouts, 4 submissions. So he's 17 and 1 at only 23. Now, he had missed weight by 5 pounds the week before. So you know he was going to have to do something impressive to get a contract. Turned back around, made weight. Was getting out grappled by by the afro bittencourt in the first round, but made the adjustment in between rounds and hit him with an absolutely devastating well-timed knee, knocked him out beautiful. Once again, speaking to the level of talent and bantamweight weight out even outside of the UFC. Next one, they just figured, hey, cool knee knockout. We're just gonna run it back. So Markel Maderos versus Issa uh, Isakov at lightweight now Madero's is 26 years old eight and one six knockouts now he's fighting out of factory X this great gym raw dog Roy Val Jonathan Martinez Chris Gutierrez all kinds of great fighters coming out of there and Madero's has that style really slick striking lots of stance switching and beautiful timing on the knee he's fighting a, a really really good grappler timed it out perfectly boom knockout right up the middle absolutely beautiful then we had a flyweight fight that was a little disappointing uh, just because Hickson Zenajim did not engage much. But that has more to do with Andre Lima, who got the contract, more to do with his power. He's 24 years old, seven wins, five by way of knockout, but he's also a professional kickboxer. And you saw it. He was having to chase Zenejim all fight because each time Zenejim tried to engage he got stuck, and you could tell he did not like the power. And so really excited to see Lima in a fight where the other party is willing to dance with him because the engages engagements, I should say, that we did see were impressive, carries a lot of power. And then the main fight of that card, we had Ramon Taveras taking on Cortavius Romeus. Now, Taveras had lost on the contender series earlier this year Back in September, but it was an early stoppage against Sergey Sidi. So Dana White said, you know what? We're going to bring you back in the last week of the season. And man, he did not disappoint. It was a 30 second fight, crazy exchanges, but just planted his feet and absolutely shut off Romeo. It was really, really good. Tavares is 29 years old, nine and two, with one of those losses being that questionable one that we just talked about. But eight of his nine wins have come by way of stoppage, five by knockout. And that fight with Sergei Sidi, they've already announced, is going to be rebooked for UFC 297 in January. And that takes us to this week's card. We did have one fight get dropped after they weighed in Edgar Chavez and Daniel Lacerdo, their catchweight 130-pound fight. Lacerdo apparently had a medical issue. They said non-weight cut related, but he is off the card, so that fight has been canceled. And that was already rebooked after an early stoppage from their fight previously. So really unfortunate to see us lose that one. So we are now down to an 11 fight card. Six prelims, five on the main card. There were supposed to be six on the main card, but because of that Chires Lucero fight being off, there is now five on the main card. And our second fight on the undercard, it, it's just disrespectful. They have Chris Gutierrez taking on Ale Tangha Lee. Second on the prelims, Gutierrez is 7-2-1 in the UFC and was ranked number 13 when he lost to number nine, Pedro Munoz, in his last fight. So really shocked that that one is in the position it is. But get to your TV quick because you are going to want to see Chris Gutierrez fight. Just a couple observations from the weigh-ins. Tanara Lisboa and Havana Oliveira fighting at women's bantamweight. They both weighed in at 133. So just kind of interesting. They're both a couple pounds under look pretty intense. I think this is going to be a very, very good entertaining fight. Oliveira is nothing to sniff at. She has, she is seven, one and one and all seven of her wins have come by way of stoppage. Her one loss was by way of stoppage. So should be a pretty good fight there. Uh, We have our Featured prelim, that is Darren Elkins versus TJ Brown. And I don't think you could have a more featured prelim type, featured prelim fight. There's no title implications, no ranking implications. It's just going to be two guys that wake up every morning and choose violence, taking each other on. It did look like a bit of a rough cut for TJ Brown. It looked like he was limping off the stage after their stare down. Also, Darren Elkins hit the 50 tested by USADA, 50 clean tests. He got a cool little letterman's jacket. USADA obviously is something that we will talk about in our Monday show. But go over to x at number one BS pod. Give us a vote in that featured prelim poll. Let us know, do you think it is the damage that's going to get it done or downtown TJ Brown? We're going to find out. And then just some other stuff from the scale. Christian Rodriguez, we talked about it on on the episode last week where he has missed weight a couple times, missed it in his last fight against Raul Rosas, where he then put on a great performance. And he missed weight again. And this time he missed by four pounds, weighing in at 140 pounds for his fight against Cameron Simon. I mean, I just don't know what to say. He doesn't look like a big bantamweight but he's missed weight in 3 of his last 4 bantamweight fights. So that's 3 of his last 6 fights he had the fight against Jonathan Pierce at 145 and then he had another fight at lightweight, but I don't know what you do with him that you can't rely on him to make weight. But he's he's only 25. He's 9 and 1 with his one loss coming at featherweight. So I don't know if it's injury troubles or what, but you hope he gets it together. Because even that being said, when they were staring each other down, Cameron Simon looked like the bigger fighter. So I don't know what's happening there, but I am regardless of that, I still think it's going to be an amazing fight and that's going to kick off the main card. So super excited for that one. And then from somebody struggling on this on the scale to somebody that I think Could not have looked happier with the move up to middleweight. Michelle Pajeda, he was smiling. This is a guy that struggled to make weight in the past, looked miserable on the scales before. He's smiling, joking with people. And he actually looked bigger than Andre Petroski. When they were facing off, if you would told me one of those two guys used to fight at welterweight, I would not have picked Pajeda. So now I'm very, very interested to see how his gas tank holds up, is carrying the extra weight going to be a problem because he does have that crazy style which he's toned down recently or because he's not killing himself to cut weight is he going to be able to be a little more explosive not conserve as much energy and still have that gas tank we fixing on finding out and then last weigh-in observations super Sadiq versus edson barbosa edson barbosa's fucking gigantic he looked so big but Sadiq's big too, and he really fills in. I think when he last fought in California, because in California they do the, the night of weigh-ins, I think he actually came into the cage at 170 pounds for a featherweight bout. So that is just going to be an amazing, amazing fight. Go over 2X at number one BS pod. Take a look at those fight picks. Last week, DJ and I both three and two, however, we chose. Uh, the different fights, I had Algio winning and he picked the Joaquin Buckley fight correctly. Neither one of us got the main event, but that brings our totals. DJ, 51, 19 and 1. Damn you, Mike Bell. And I am at 48, 22 and 1. Once again, damn you, Mike Bell. Now, a bit of an earlier card, fight night. The prelims start at 4 o'clock. We'll see if they bump that. I wouldn't anticipate them really getting going until maybe 4.30 because of the fight being canceled and only being an 11-fight card now. But that starts at 4 o'clock. Main card set to start at 7. Wall-to-wall on ESPN+, Plus because it is college football season, so we all know that we are not going to be on ESPN until that is over. But really, really looking forward to this card. We are going to find out a lot. What does Michelle Pajeda look like at 185? Can Chris Gutierrez do what he should do in a fight like this against Along Tung Hay Lee? Tanera Lisboa versus Havana Oliveira, are we going to get a contender at women's bantamweight? And then also men's bantamweight, we have C-Rod, who I don't know how long he's going to be there for, going against Cameron Simon. And that is going to tell us a lot about Cameron Simon because we do know regardless Of the cutting issues, Christian Rodriguez is no joke, and from that bantamweight fight to another one, Jonathan Martinez versus Adrian Yanez, said it right, just going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal fight. That is two bantamweights at the highest level, and they're both not even in the top 10, so does a win get them into the top 10? I don't know. Throw the rankings out the window. I'm just excited to see that fight. And then we have in our co main, Jennifer Maya versus Viviani Araujo. You know, that this, we talked about it. This is going to be whoever wins this is going to get their last chance to make a run at the title. and, And whoever loses, you know, probably out of title talks for the rest of their career. And then ultimately, main event does Edson Barbosa still have it? Is Sadiq who we thought he was going to be when he won on the contender series all those years ago? Because this will be the biggest feather in his cap if he can get that win. But that is no easy task. Cannot wait to talk to you guys about it on Monday. Appreciate y'all for listening. As always, love and respect.